It's February, and that means two things. It's Groundhog's Day, and it also means that 96% of people have already forgotten their New Year's resolutions, and they're about to live the same year over again. But not you, because for the month of February, my free gift to you is your golden ticket to a new year. With my Brave Vision Blast Off Workbook, you will gain clarity, which is the number one reason why most women quit. They don't know what to do. So find out what you're called to do, harness your energy, gain momentum, reach your goals this year, and experience a brand new year, not just another year. Don't leave your success to chance. Go to braveheartedwoman.com forward slash vision blast off to get your free download today or just click the link in the notes. You'll be so glad you did. Hey, beautiful women. This is Dawn Damon, the Braveheart Mentor, and you're listening to The Bravehearted Woman. This is a podcast designed to help you find your brave so you can live out your beautiful vision. I have been working with women for years, and now I want to help you too. I'm here to awaken the brave heart inside of you so you can ignite the flame of your vision, you can reach your goals, and achieve your dreams. Come on, let's get brave. awesome to be with you again today. And hey, today, Bravehearts, I want to talk to you about a law, a principle that absolutely works regardless whether you believe in it or not. And that is the law of sowing and reaping. Sometimes the world calls it karma, but I want to talk to you today because the law of sowing and reaping is definitely very much like a boomerang. These laws always work. It's like the law of gravity. You can believe it or not believe it, but it doesn't change the fact that it does exist. And that's the first point that I want to tell you about. Don't try to beat it. Number one, don't try to beat it. It is an irrefutable law. The whole world, you know, is run on laws. They're, it's governed by laws. I talked to you a moment about the law of gravity. What about the law of electricity or the law of mathematics or the law of attraction? And so it is with the law of sowing and reaping, whether you believe it or not, it's a law of the universe and it always works. Now, it might take time but you will eventually be the recipient of a harvest that you planted. The fact is this principle is mentioned in different ways over 66 times in the Bible that you reap what you sow. And I often say that if there are laws that work in our universe, then there has to be a law giver. And this is a law that God has put in place So sowing is the scattering of seed, or we call it broadcasting. Sowing and reaping is the harvest that you're going to collect. So the first thing I want you to remember and know is that, hey man, this is a law that always works. And I want to tell you that you can leverage this law for your benefit if you believe and will wait and see and not give in to doubt and understand 
you will reap what you have sown. The second thing I want you to know about this law of sowing and reaping, everything starts as a seed. I don't know if you've ever been discouraged before, but the Bible tells us not to be discouraged in the day of small beginnings, but everything, every dream, every plan, every idea, think about it, you, (laughs) your existence, you started woman uh, as a seed. Everything starts as, as, as a seed. And we know that seeds are small, but they possess amazing potential, incredible potential, because they're coded with an assignment, a destiny. You think about the redwood trees, and I don't know if you've had the opportunity to see them in Northern California. If you haven't, That is one trip that is well worth taking. I remember going there as a little girl and then again a few years ago where we literally drove. My dad had this big old continental car and we literally were able to drive through the hollow of a redwood tree. They are spectacular. And like many things in life, you can't really appreciate it unless you're sitting there looking up. But these redwood trees... Their seed is so small. There's no way you would look at that seed and say, this redwood tree is going to come from that. And so it is. You might think that what you have is small. Your seed is so small, but the harvest is huge. So don't curse your seed. Plant it. Don't despise these days of small beginnings. Even if your beginning is small or it feels insignificant, I want you to know that your end result will be amazing and you will increase greatly because that is the law of sowing and reaping. You will get a harvest from what you've planted and don't think that your harvest equals the size of your seed not true. Your seed may be small. Your gifts may look small. Your application or your investment, it might look small right now, but just wait and see. A seed can produce. In fact, if you think about an apple, we have no idea how many apples are in one apple seed, but it's it's the truth in life. One seed could contain hundreds and thousands of apples. One seed in your life could contain hundreds and thousands of opportunities, open doors, benefits, blessings for you. The third thing I want you to know about sowing and reaping is that nothing happens in your life actually until you plant it. A seed always has to be planted because, you know, actually it's worthless while it's still in the package. It doesn't do anything. I've had seeds for years in seed packets. In fact, I save a couple of packets of seeds for message illustrations when I'm giving talks about something similar and I'll hold up the package. Wouldn't it be interesting if I planted those, those seeds may be 10, 15 years old, But guess what? There's still life in the seed. So the seed, it has to be planted. It doesn't do anything until it gets in the dirt. Giving is planting. Investing in your life is planting. 
Being generous is planting. So you have to plant your seed if you want a return. Planting can be your time. It can be your love. A seed can be wrapped up in giving your wisdom or your money. Even forgiveness. Have you ever thought about forgiveness as planting? But it can be a seed that's planting. Your words are definitely seeds. Your words will completely bring you a harvest. You better believe that. Jesus called this life a seed. God used this principle in sending Jesus. The Bible in John chapter 12, verse 24 says, I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat is planted in the soil and dies, which means surrender, it remains alone. But its death will produce many new kernels, a plentiful harvest of new lives. So if you don't surrender what you have or you plant them in a negative way, because this principle works in the positive and the negative, if you just hang on to what you have and you don't plant it, then don't look for a harvest. You know, recently I just went to a conference and I was listening to the speaker and I was very motivated. And I did a couple of things that were very much an investment and planting. And I was very specific about it. And I wrote it down and I said, God, today I want to make note of the fact that I'm planting. I'm not just investing in me and paying for an airline ticket and a conference and, you know, the VIP seating and putting money in for this and that and paying for someone else to come. I'm looking at this as planting. And so I'm expecting that I will have a harvest. And when you go into it with that kind of attitude, God meets us at our level of expectation. There is a is a reciprocal return for anything that we plant with expectation of a harvest. So I've dated it, I've noted it in my journal, and I am anticipating that I will reap. And here's the thing. I reap what I sow. Fourth principle, I reap what I sow. So I planted in a ministry and a for-profit enterprise that I say that is something that I see myself doing. They're 10 years ahead of me, but I'm believing that that's where I'm going. And so I'm going to plant that seed into that garden because I want to reap that same type of thing. You will reap what you sow. Everything reproduces after its own kind. You know that, right? So if we plant potato seeds or are those are those seeds or bulbs or whatever they are, then it would be foolish to look for pumpkins or watermelons, right? In fact, I love this story because one year we had some miniature pumpkins, those little bitty pumpkins, and I just thought it would be okay just to kind of throw them out the front door when they had gotten to the place where they were no longer good and we have a lot of land around us. So I just took those little pumpkins and I threw them out the door. And do you know that that next year in fall, I started recognizing the leaf. There was no fruit yet, but I said, that leaf looks really different. That looks like a pumpkin patch leaf. And we waited and pretty soon here came the vine and then there was a blossom and then there was the fruit. And coincidentally, 
I had seven grandchildren at that time. I now have 12. But there were seven little miniature pumpkins that grew off of that vine. And I thought, how astounding is that? I planted a pumpkin and I reaped sevenfold these pumpkins. I didn't reap watermelons. I didn't get cucumber. I didn't get tomatoes. I got pumpkins. And so I was able to reap exactly what I sowed. And I want to tell you something. There is something so thrilling about seeing a harvest from something you planted. And I can understand why farmers are exhilarated the way the world works, the way God created this universe, that the seed, when it surrenders to the soil and the soil does its work. Could you imagine if that little seed said, oh, I hate being down in this dark place. I hate being alone. I hate giving up. I hate surrender. I hate this isolation. I hate this quarantine. This is, it's killing me. And then guess what? Pretty soon he's like, oh, wait, well, wait a minute. What's that? What's this? What's that? I'm feeling something. I'm sprouting. I, I, I'm coming up through the soil. I'm getting breakthrough. Little seed, woman of God, brave-hearted woman, you're not being buried alive. You're not being buried or isolated or punished or quarantined. You're planted. And when you're planted, you can certainly expect a harvest. And this principle works both negative and positive. You can reap both thistles and pumpkins. If you sow mercy and kindness, that's a word God's really been talking to me about lately, by the way, kindness. Not that I'm not kind. I am really kind, I think. But I think um, sometimes impatience can crowd out kindness. And so just really patiently being kind, not just being patient, but adding kindness to it. But if I sow mercy and kindness and generosity, I can plan on a harvest of blessing. I can plan on being blessed. But if I'm stingy, I shouldn't expect that people will be giving towards me. The point is this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Give freely and become more wealthy or be stingy and lose everything. And if you look around and you don't like the crop that you're harvesting, check what you're planting. Maybe look in the mirror. Forgiveness doesn't uproot seeds. Consequences are a bummer. Sowing and reaping will work. So if I was negative, if I named called, if I was stingy and then I asked for forgiveness, that's good. But it doesn't always uproot those seeds, uproot those seeds. You sometimes have to say, ooh, I'm going to have to feel the consequences. But while I'm doing that, let me put more seed in the ground. Let me be intentional about what I'm planting. Because, you know, harvest doesn't always look like the seed. Because if, for example, you sow unforgiveness, the fruit can be that others don't forgive you or that you don't forgive you, that there's judgment and shame in your life. You feel bitter or depressed. You have a lack of energy. Maybe you have a lack of vision. Take a look at your life. Maybe you've been judging. Maybe you've been shaming. 
or holding unforgiveness. The fifth thing that I want to tell you is that when it comes to reaping and sowing, we touched on this just a moment ago, but you will reap more than you sow. Did you know that? One seed doesn't just give you one piece of fruit. Have you ever noticed that your appetite grows, wealth grows, friendships grow, influence grows? If you sow a thought, you reap an act. If you sow an act, you reap a habit. If you sow a habit, you reap a character. And if you sow a character, you reap a destiny. One seed has the potential to grow exponentially. So be very careful about what you're sowing and be very intentional and be excited because if you're sowing the right thing, you should have every reason to expect an amazing harvest. Yes, appetites grow. We know that's for sure. Wealth grows. Friendships can grow. Your influence can grow. Your productivity can grow. Your physical health can grow. So don't despise the day of small beginnings and get out there and start small if you have to. And the last thing that I want to share with you is that number six in this principle, you are going to reap after you sow. So just remember that reaping takes time. You know, every now and then something is instant, but most often it just takes time. So don't give up. Don't be discouraged. Don't quit. Neither that nor think that you're escaping. You can't plant negative seeds and think that you have outsmarted the system. You are going to reap. So, but remember, you know, the planting season is different than the reaping season and usually in a different season of life. So sometimes I'm in a season of planting and then there's been times in my life where I'm in a season of harvest and I love that. The harvest season when you've planted good seeds, it's so joyful. It's so awesome. I think I'm in that season right now where I'm just like, thank you so much. I'm so grateful because the things that I'm doing are starting to really gain traction. I hope that's true for you too. Be patient. Don't pull your seed out of the ground. Don't become weary in well-doing. Just know that you are going to for sure reap what you've sowed and so just give it time keep doing the right thing don't quit now let me read this story to you i think this is so hilarious i'm going to close with this this is a true story and it makes the point (laughs) so this took place in charlotte north carolina and a lawyer purchased a box of very rare and expensive cigars And then he insured them, got insurance, against fire and other things. And within a month, having smoked his entire stockpile of these great cigars, this lawyer filed a claim against the insurance company. And in his claim, the lawyer stated that the cigars were lost in a series of small fires. (laughs) Yeah, small fires because he smoked them. But anyways, the insurance company, they refused to pay 
citing the obvious reason that the man had consumed the cigars in the normal fashion. And, and the lawyer sued. He sued them. And listen to this. He won. Oh, my word. Delivering the ruling, the judge agreed with the insurance company that the claim was totally frivolous. But the judge stated, nevertheless, the lawyer held a policy from the company in which it had warranted that the cigars were insurable and guaranteed against small fires. And they didn't define what was considered to be acceptable, an acceptable fire. And so they were obligated to pay the claim. All right, but listen to this. Now for the rest of the story. Rather than endure lengthy and costly appeal processes, the insurance company accepted the ruling and paid $15,000 to the lawyer for the loss of his cigars. All those cigars that us perished in the small fires. But here's the best part. After the lawyer cashed the check, the insurance company had him arrested on 24 counts of arson with his own insurance claim and testimony from the previous case being used against him. The loyal lawyer, he was convicted of intentionally burning his insured property. <laughs> and he was sentenced to 24 months in jail and a 24,000 fine. Yes, Busted for arson, he intentionally set the fire. Oh man, that is a great story. The point is, you are going to reap what you sow. So listen, brave-hearted women, how amazing will it be for you to plant seeds of love, success, generosity, kindness, positivity. I said love already, but that's coming to my mind again. Kindness that I'm working on as well in this, this new way, like above and beyond this act of going beyond what is expected and then coming into a place of reaping because we are here to possess our destiny. And we don't want to get there because someone else is made small or because we took advantage of somebody. We want to get there because we had a supernatural, powerful investment that brought to us the benefit, the harvest, the beauty, the bounty of everything we're believing for. I'm planning on an amazing future and an awesome 2022. I can't go wrong when I plant the right thing. Are you with me? All right, that's what I have for you today. I hope this blesses you. This is Don Damon, your brave heart mentor, saying to you, find your brave and live your vision. Thanks for hanging out with me today and becoming brave. If this has helped you, be sure to share it with someone and subscribe so you